gonna do a joke. You're gonna do a joke? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a joke opening. If that's okay. Because um, the fans usually don't know that I'm gonna do it, but you know I like to get into a character. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pretend to be a video uh, rental guy. And you know how you can um hear yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, you usually turn up the the mics whenever we're about to start. Uh, we've been live for the past uh, three minutes. Oh. Oh. And that was Talking Heads, um, and they were actually in studio. Hello, um, boy. Would you like to hey, get I, a video? I love American video? Utopia, uh, Utopia, David Burns. Um, oh, you just. Oh yeah, I'm I'm David Burns. <laughs> how are you doing? Is Wait, that no? That's not how he talks. He kind of talks like this. That, 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 that's pretty good. Yeah, that was. I don't know who that other person hi, was. Hi, I'm I'm David Burns. Hmm. Um. And uh, my life is a true story. Mm. Get it? I get it. I get it. I directed the critically a, acclaimed movie. I directed a movie once. True story. Called True Stories. And it, it had a little boy named John Goodman. Not so, not so little, is he? No. Is this a, is this a good uh, David Burns impersonation? Why, you are David Psycho Burns. Psycho killer. Gets to say. Turn down the audio. Better. Run, run. I think this is a pretty good impersonation of my own voice. I think you're doing a pretty good job of yourself, um, um, Mr. David Burns. Thank you, little boy. Uh, I call everybody. <laughs> everybody below your age, which is like 60, No, 70. even people older than me. Oh. Even people, I even Michael Jackson. You want to hear my Michael ah, Jackson soon, impersonation? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Hey, everybody. I'm David Burns. Hey, I'm David Burns doing Mick, uh, Michael Jackson. Hi everybody, I'm Mike Jackson. The voice is basically the same exact, but maybe like but two octaves of, higher. So are you saying David Burns sounds exactly like Michael Jackson? No, that's ridiculous. Hmm. I got a lisp. Hmm. I think. Does Michael, Michael Jackson does not have a lisp. Hi. Yeah, I do have a... <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Jackson. And I got a lisp. <laughs> so here's the thing. I can't really do... Um... Sam is drinking a beer... Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, and it's five o'clock right it's here. It's literally five o'clock. This is the only time that you uh, you are not judged for drinking a beer. Only from five to six are you not judged. I had a beer before this because we Whoa, were at a before yes, five. I know. Uh, you know, <laughs> screw on me once. Uh, shame okay. on me, but screw, screw me twice. Screw on you once. Now, I just want to say for the listeners at home, I do not drink usually when. The light is out. I'm mm. kind of a vampire drinker. Like once the not, it, the day goes away, then it's like it's okay. But Sam and I, right before this, oh, uh, by the way, goodbye, David Byrne. Goodbye, right. goodbye, children. That was Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> bye, Michael Jackson. I guess Michael Jackson is bye. Back. They don't know that I'm actually David Burns, but <laughs> my impersonation's so good. But bye, y'all. Hmm. See ya, thriller. <laughs> That's right. definitely him. Goodbye, David we, Barry, uh, Michael Jackson. But um, yeah, right before this, so hi everybody. We're Sam and oh, Sam. That's the applause. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody. All right, like, uh, they had to un- unplug and stuff. But uh, th- I'm Zach Ferguson, uh, one thumb of the two thumbs, and I'm the other thumb. And together well, we make. Well, hold up. Let me say my name. Um, <laughs> I'm the other thumb, Sam. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hey. Bye. Oh, I'm leaving with David Byrne. Hey, right, let's go. Okay. Sorry, I'm still 
doing my Michael Jackson impersonation. Just kidding. Okay, that was Michael confusing. Jackson. I don't know what, who was David Burns. Who's Get Michael out of here, Jackson David Burns. Zach, they all kind of sound. Also, can you turn up my volume a little bit? Oh, your headphone volume? Sure. Yeah. How's that? <gasps> okay. Is my actual levels good? Um... It doesn't matter. Understandably Anyways, good. So um, I can I can hear you. Sam and I before this we do have lives more yeah. more so than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking to you, Sam. Whoa. Uh, we just went to this place called Rubeland, which is a community space for musicians, artists, and free spirits. So says their Instagram hashtag Bushwick hashtag Bushwick Arts. Um, but we we enjoyed something there uh called the Tommy Stelaths. Cartoon Carnival. Sam mm-hmm. found this randomly on the uh, Instagram. Yeah, and uh, came into my room a knocking. Well, that's the thing about naked. that's the thing about Bushwick. I mean, everyone's got their qualms with Bushwick, Bushwhack, as some people call it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you pot you 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 stumble upon some weird thing. Fall down upon. Fall down sometimes. You could be tripped onto some uh, weird. Maybe you're tripping out and you just trip into somewhere. Yeah. But Sam tripped into something. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing. And I usually, I'm like, eh, about things, about like, eh, yeah, this you're is normally more... eh about everything. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's it's just a variation of something else that I've been to. Oh, really? You've been to this before? No, I just, no, that's the reason why I've been to this. That's, oh. I say no about the other stuff you asked me out to because it's oh. like just a variation of something else. What? Oh, like asking you to just watch movies with friends? Exactly. It's like you, you're just like I've watched a movie. Sorry that I peaked. Yeah, I've I, watched a movie before. Therefore, I'm never gonna watch a movie with you well, guys. Yes, yesterday you asked me if I wanted to go watch uh, um, another movie by the guy who did Drive My Car, and I was mm-hmm. not in, entertained because I've seen Drive My Car, and, it, and therefore uh, you've seen his whole. Well, movies. no, I just I was a little bored by that. But you are correct. You see Taxi Driver. You've seen all of Scorsese's. No, but I was I was bored by Drive My Car. Now, of oh. course, if I saw, say, Kundun first, or I'm trying to think of a... If I saw Hugo, mm. which, by the way, I'm not a big fan of, oh. then I would be like, yeah, but you're right. That's actually my favorite Scorsese movie. H- Hugo? Hugo. Because it, it's a love letter. That might have been, like, one of my first... Yeah, that, I mean, that is partially it. It's like a love letter to Millier's. What is my first... I feel like Taxi... No, Goodfellas. No, I'm talking about the first Scorsese movie you remember coming out. Huh? What's, like, the first Scorsese movie you remember coming out? Oh, like in my in my in your mind, life. Um, like you remember. Whoa, I feel like I was still kind of conscious for all like that whole vibe of like maybe I remember seeing trailers for Aviator. You were conscious for Aviator uh, two thousand five. I you think. think believe. Oh, I was. I was nothing. You were. You were. You I like, was in La La Land. I was making sounds the whole entire time. Yeah, when you don't fully develop, you just talk like. Yep, 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 yep. That's a reference the to the Ferguson a, household. Yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. Two thousand and five was cartoon nom, stuff. Nom, but nom, going nom. back to cartoon. Oh yes, cartoon. So we watched this. Um, it was just a, a bunch of old, old. I'm talking like 1930s. The oldest one was 1917. Yeah. Uh, when a, a young bo- a young man was running to uh, tell uh, Benedict Cumberbatch to hold off the. I'm talking about the movie 1917. Oh. So while this kid was running around going yeah. like, "Bitter to gumber buns, don't, yeah, don't do your thing." Yeah, this cartoon was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, we watched a bunch of cartoons, and I loved it. Yeah, well, the, the humor the in thing it was hilarious. The guy, the guy, what's the, the main person's name? Uh, well, the the guy who was running it, Tommy uh, Stelleth. Yeah, so he... we're gonna try to maybe get him on the show. Honestly, yeah, we could definitely get him on. Uh, which actually, I was but talking. But he's like to... a 
he's like a film uh, curator around town. He's but a he historian. Collect, he collects a lot of these old, old, old animations. Uh, on 16, 16 millimeter. 16 millimeter, which for those of you who like to count, it is less than 35, um, which is much typical. Than 75. And six, yeah. Well, there's 75 and then there's 35 and then there's 16, which is like what a lot of old, which is like kind of more of the 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 amateur kind of stuff and like the older cartoons and stuff is going to be 16. And like original like shorts from like the 90s are like 16 millimeters, like the OG bottle rockets, 16 millimeters. And then you got 8 millimeter. Which I was about is, to say, that's like where a lot of uh, like young videos. directors yeah. cut their teeth on with yeah. their little 8 millimeter mm-hmm. uh, Super 8s. Uh, you know, they really should have uh, gone smaller, in my opinion. A one millimeter? They should have done some one <laughs> millimeter, yeah. <laughs> I feel like for, like, the really, the like, the, the, you know, just, like, the, the scum of the earth people Get, who have no... That would just drive <laughs> them more insane. You're trying to yeah, rehabilitate... but it's an aesthetic. But you're trying to rehabilitate these these. It's kind of like shooting a movie now on an iPhone 3 would be, like, shooting... Is that... That's not even a millimeter. That's, that's smaller than a millimeter. True. It's just a billion... Like, it's not a billion... You think you think an iPhone would be pixels. a billion pixel pixels? pixels? You think it'd be a billion? Pixels? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. okay, you're right. Normal pixels are nineteen twenty yeah, by ten. I know. Yes, that is true. not a billion. I'm sorry. Billion is more than. I think that's even more. Anything than, higher than a hundred becomes a billion in my head. But anyway, so we watched all these things, and I really enjoyed it. And I want to look up the one that I love the most. And unfortunately, we had to leave early for the show. <laughs> Fortunately, we had to do this no, thing. No, un- well, unfortunately, we had to leave, but and I feel bad because we invited a friend uh, of the show. Well, mm-hmm. uh, she will eventually. We'll have her on, uh, Diane Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to her. She's listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, but uh, I left her uh, at the show, but um, we had to do this show. Yeah. So we're but my, fa- my favorite, uh, my favorite episode or uh, little cartoon was making a move. By Van Buren Productions. Mm-hmm. It was actually kind of funny stuff. And then you got uh, Bobby Bumps and Fido's Birthday, which was the 1970s one. And you got uh, Bosco's. And then you just have other funny names on here. Yeah. So uh, before we get into a topic today, well, first off, uh, a little bit of film news. Um, or not film news. First off, um, something happening in our world, we do have confirmation of the artist. If you guys were stuck around for, or if you listened to our, 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 our the episode with Arsham, the music yes. video director slash producer. It's happening. He talked about an artist, B. Jenny Montero, um, who is a pretty big artist. I do recognize his art. I didn't know about him beforehand. but now you do, um, and now you're going to be best friends with but him. But he's coming on the show next week. Yes. Um, he was off in, I think, Australia? And uh, he just got back, and he's going to be on next week. Um, So we're going to talk to him. Maybe we'll Um, get something signed. That would be cool, right? I don't think he's going to be in studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. But um, but instead of that, because um, we were kind of figuring that out. Um, we're doing an episode on um, Broadway musicals that turned into movies, and movies that turned into Broadway musicals, and we might have a guest a little bit later on. Um, but they are currently in a Broadway show, um, and they are people who are um, attached to the Broadway Broadway world. They'll explain how they are. Um, one of they're both friends from my college, Natalie Ryan and Sam Baum. Oh, Sam um, Baum! Sam Baum's been on the show many times. We should have um, gotten Connor. 
Your other buddy. Well, he's not really connected to Broadway. Not Broadway. Yeah, okay. But um, but anyways, a little bit of film news. Um, are you handing it off to me because I have? Okay, give us light. the film news. Give us. Um, my film news. You seem to never. Um, yeah, I'm not tolerate. Yes, it's always like someone's dead. Yeah, or, someone's normally someone has dead, but and no one's somehow died. you say it with a smile on your face I, because it's just it's a rat and nobody expects it. But at this point, maybe <laughs> they do. But no one's died. I yet. could find. People who have died. I don't, I don't want to because that's not what I've seen. What yeah. I have seen is that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two is um, currently killing it, mm. uh, breaking all sorts of records. Is the second one? Yes. Now, something oh. people don't appreciate about the Sonic the Hedgehog movies is nobody really makes video game movies. Like mm. video game movies. Now I know this is oh, all, now, now they're going to start doing. It. I know that's what I'm saying. Well, like, they made Tomb Raider. Actually, this should be. But the thing is, is Tomb Raider was kind of. Nobody really liked it. Uh, there was like the Mario Brother movies that stunk. There were the Resident Evil movies that also are pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but the the Sonic the Hedgehog movies are actually like there was the um people Mario are, movie. Yeah, no, which Ma- also apparently stunk. No, it, we've seen it and it it is horrible. And I've yeah. seen it a little bit. Well, we saw it when we were wee ones. I don't know. It scared the bejeebers out of me. Yeah, because people turned into and the thing is, is it it's not at all like the video game. This one at least even has noises like mm. the video. What I'm saying is Love this is noise. actually like well reviewed and actually is killing it. Yeah. Unlike the other ones where it's like it has a cult following. Agreed. So um, get ready out there, people. We here at Two Thumbs Undecided, we know the schematics. We know the math. We can predict here and now officially the new uh, Marvel movies are going to be video game movies. Well done, mo- Marvel yeah. mo- Video game because not only do you have Sonic, you have Mario, mm. the Mario Super Mario Brother, the yeah. the animated with what Chris else, Pratt. What else? So they they Super started Smash doing Brothers. They're well, talk- well, I'm thinking more so broadly because you know they're making comic book movies. They tried to make video game or uh, like Cereal. Hasbro movies with Cereal like Lego. Movies. Like they try to make like the the you know like uh, toy movies no i'm talking about literal serials like captain crunch you think they're going to expand the serial yes. movie franchise now, there was actually a joke on oh on on cinema at the cinema mm. where they're like when they finally like uh, greg turkington is saying like when they finally get smart or when the, and they will eventually uh they'll actually they kept saying that they were gonna reboot the captain crunch <laughs> franchise but that was just their joke because there isn't but they were talking about it, and mm. in all honesty, it sounds dumb. But there's whole IPs there. Yeah, Captain Crunch. You know, you got um, the uh, 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 the bunny, the bunny, the luck. Oh, in Lucky Charms, <laughs> we can talk about his plate. Um, Actually, I would watch a serial the- movie, but they kind of all have to come together. I don't know if they could build it just off of Lucky Charms. <laughs> Well, you got lucky. Well, Lucky Charms. You can do like maybe the- they should bring. Oh my! You remember the cinnamon toast or not cinnamon toast? Yeah, like the cinnamon, it's Dewinamon or whatever. What? That was something like oh, semi cancelable. The the, uh, the apple and the yeah. Jamaican uh what was Very, it? Cinnamon? Uh it's like cinnamon. There's never been a cartoon there's never been a serial movie. And it uh it it boggles my brain. Maybe yeah. they make already too much money. So what it. other facts movie stuff do you have? Um Is that it? Yeah. So okay. the thing that I was going to say is a little bit of um it goes back to the old-fashioned slap. Um, oh, darn it! I was—I mean, there Will is Smith still news. Will Smith basically but... 
Nothing happened. Well, he's just banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Get that. 10 years. He still has the Oscar, and he could still be nominated for an Oscar. He just cannot attend any Oscar events for 10 years, which I was joking with a friend recently. Will Smith could start his own award show. People would uh, and probably... People could... Put to, and it would be much more social media presence because he's pretty big on TikTok. Like, Will Smith could, if he's for some reason pissed off about this, and he's real he could pissed. destroy the Oscars he's like, if he wanted to. He has that much power. He goes around just slapping people. Yeah. Um, Where Will's like, it's it's any person's game. Or it's just like much more like Slime Time Live kind of thing where it's just think, like much goofier, but like still with like big Hollywood names and stuff. And it's called The Smiths. And it's called The Smiths. And they just have like Willow and Jaden performing. And they do bits. Yeah. And their first thing is like joking about the slap. About harassing a performer. Yeah. And then they actually do make fun of Jada's baldness. They even go harder. Oh, my God. They're just like, my wife is and so they have bald. Ricky Gervais that comes on. And they kill him. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. They're like, this is what happens when you fuck a man in the ass. Or uh, when you find a man in the Alps is the uh, TV censored version of that line from Big Lebowski. Hmm. Um, anyway, speaking of Big Lebowski, um, does that mind. ever there, turn into a musical? No musical, and there's the there is a music. I wouldn't be surprised, but so the topic today is um, he just got out of the first show and running to get food. Doesn't seem like we'll be able to call. They're not going to be able to. Come we on. lost our. We lost our guest. Yes, everybody. We, we'll get Connor on the phone. Well, let's try to get Connor on the phone. Not now. So you, oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. You can do it now if you want. You can call, you start us off. So yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about this. So um, the reason why we're so excited uh, for this topic is uh, Sam and I, just the other day, on Saturday, um, April 9th, 2021, we saw the musical, the Beetlejuice musical. Now, this came out, I believe, in 2020. And... It was a big sensation. Maybe 2019, late 2019, probably October. And it was a big, it was, it was a, in a way, a surprise hit because movies, old movies that turn into musicals always seem silly and they don't make any sense. Um, I remember walking down into this bar and they had a bunch of posters of a bunch of musicals and one of them was big. And I'm like, what the heck? What big you- was a musical? Yes. And I'm like, that is so dumb. I mean, you can sing about anything. You're like, I was small and now I'm Tom Hanks and I'm going to be a uh, toy player, you know, or like I would love to hear a musical of him after he just had sex. Mm. Like, I'm a 16 boy and I had sex with the 35 year old, Mm. maybe even older. Mm. Maybe a song about her realizing she had sex with uh, an underage boy. Like, I should go to prison. <laughs> Something like that. But anyways, I was like, that is so dumb. But I guess any movie can get a musical. Now, Beetlejuice is different because I did think it was dumb when I... I remember being in New York visiting you. And um, there were posters all around for Beetlejuice or like big bo- billboards. I'm like, okay, they're making a musical about Beetlejuice because it's just another way to make money. All right, go ahead. But anyways, um, the community that I'm a part of, which is the art community, like the just I don't know what they're 
it's called, but people who love animation and love art, like, I guess cartoons, they love art, like, not art, I mean, it is art, but more of the animation crowd. Uh-huh. And the animation crowd was loving the Beetlejuice. There was fan yeah. art all around. I'm like, what the heck is this? And a good friend of mine, Alyssa Wells, in 2020, sent me an animatic of a scene or like of the music uh, yeah. to uh, um, um, when Lydia is about to say Beetlejuice's name. I forget mm -hmm. the song. I think it's called Say My Name. It's called Say My Name. Yeah. And it blew me away. I'm like, this song is amazing. And the animatics are amazing. I would love to listen to the whole thing. So I did. And it's a a wonderful song and i realized it was written by some people who are in the uh, like comedy world um the guy uh alex northman <laughs> shoot i forget his name i'm gonna look it up but alex the the guy who plays beetlejuice is in a show that i enjoy called hell of a boss he's one of the character fids Fritz. is that a cartoon it is the thing about so, that oh well i was just gonna say this beetlejuice which is interesting to me because I came in completely blind. I just knew it based off of Zach's recommendation. Alex Zach's Brightman, seemed, by the way. It seemed to be his, his, the movie that defined his COVID, or like the music that defined his COVID experience. I really, it, it, it got I me While I was through. diving into old 90s rock, um, like the original Green Day um, and Cranberries, Zach was listening to um, Beetlejuice, the, Beetlejuice music. the musical. It was, uh, I think a lot of my songs made it to the top, uh, top, my top yeah. five. I so I I came in completely blind. My takeaway of the musical was it was extremely cartoon esque, very goofy. Where and they do have quite lip. I mean, it's the same plot line, but the so in the movie the the two the the couple is like the main characters. This is Alec Baldwin and uh, Gina Davis. Yeah. In the 1990, uh, 1989, something like that. Um, Ew, yeah. Um, no, but it was, uh, yeah, jump, by the way, just for listeners at home, um, in 2020, um, my top five, um, number three was Jump in the Line and Dead Mom, which is from Beetlejuice, and number five was Dead Mom. So, my top five had two Beetlejuice soundtracks. But it was like they, so the, the, the movie has the couple as like the main characters. And this one really just turned the couple into like two doofuses. And it was mostly focused on the girl um, played by uh, Winona Ryder in the movie. And also um, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice definitely had a lot more. Beetlejuice became such a main character and also had like a story arc. Of or not a but he had like a character arc in which he got he like has I mean I guess spoilers well spoilers he, definitely yeah because... he has a spoiler but like I don't know how many people are gonna watch this but it was it he had a mom and like he had mommy issues and well, he was his lonely. mom was the one so it was kind of just like it became much more of a cartoon whereas like the original movie was more it, scary it shouldn't even honestly the movie should not have been called beetlejuice but that's so many adaptations though and i think the best adaptations though of movies that turned into broadway musicals are the ones that really only use the show as 
like light or like the original source material as lightly as possible. In like one that comes to mind is SpongeBob. I never saw it. Oh but right, that was a big the hit. SpongeBob was huge, and I don't think it really had. Well, first off, there was a lot of source material to build it off of, and also it was written by um, I forget who. It was written by like a big. Uh, it was another like comedian guy, right? No, 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 no. Can you look that up real quick? Who, who, um, yeah. who wrote it? But it, it was it was written by um, like a, a pretty big. Um, artist outside of um, Broadway um, and that did really really well but then again that doesn't always work because they also did Spider-Man um, which failed miserably um, and actually the uh, one of the lead star from um, the new um, Hades town uh, was this was Spider-Man um and spider-man into the dark right by the and way i believe that was well, go ahead um the guy who wrote spongebob the musical was kyle dud uh, uh let's see sparrow jero so scott uh, kyle jero and he's just a rock musician oh all right well um yeah so uh we don't know that much though about broadway shows um zach and i were more movie people yeah but i love i want to be more musical people but the problem is is being a movie person and tv person you can basically just you know stream it Mm -hmm. find any you know find any way to find it there's always some way library well so now they have First off, now they have a, a thing which has become more and more prominent called live digital captures. When we say digital captures, digital captures are basically the Hamilton, the Hamilton, which is on Disney Plus, which is one time captures of these Broadway musicals. And that's where we watched um, Zach and I, whenever we were going to watch Sweeney Todd, um, our, it was our, like a BBC. our parents had us watch the original um well before that we the original live cat we had we had to read the playbook because we were young at this point we had to read the the actual um uh the book of it and then we had to watch the 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 digital capture of it and the argument around digital captures is how do you capture a live performance that is that is special every single time like the one that we watched yesterday is so um like there was a lot not a whole lot but there was definitely some audience interaction um it was great and also every performance every actor will tell you on like a live show every performance is different um so it's something there is something that's kind of sad about with digital captures how when you capture it that becomes the de facto performance that becomes like this is what the show is going to be remembered as right and i will tell you this um the beetlejuice so like I listen to the soundtrack a billion times and there's just things that are in between that you don't get. Yeah. And um, the thing about Beetlejuice is they very much played on the whole kind of Deadpool type thing of like breaking the fourth wall. Well, you're talking about like the actual listening to it on like Spotify, like listening. to Right. The well, no, no. On Spotify, he does break the fourth wall, but only when he's singing like, yeah. you know, uh, the very first song he's talking about just like, and if you like. If any of you have cell phones, I'll kill you. You yeah. know, like that's part of the song. But once the song is over, he'll like riff and point to people. And yeah. I thought that was really fun. It really was interaction. Just like, like, what have I done with my life? Yeah. This guy understands. Yeah. Like, 
and you the, point to the same and person there's, every time. The, there's kind of a like a break. Um, definitely a uh, uh, what's it called? like timing like they they didn't there was no specific timing like mm-hmm. he could riff a joke or something like that yeah but um i thought that was i thought that was interesting i have i thought the beetlejuice musical was great well let's try to get off of just the the beetlejuice um because that's the, i mean that's the, that's only the beginning one that we've seen right of that that, it, a movie turned into a broadway show but like let's talk about um like broadway shows that turned into movies um, cause this has been going on for really since the seventies was kind of like the beginning of like the heyday of these Broadway musicals that like turned into movies. Steven Sondheim basically had a killing on this. Well, yeah, I mean, it, well, first I guess West Side Story was like the first, one of the <gasps> first big ones. Wait a minute. I just thought of the biggest movie turned into a musical that what? we completely missed over. I, I know we're on the, but Hairspray, John yeah. Waters Hairspray, that actually was. Um, a, a movie that wasn't even a musical. Mm. That was, turn- and then it went through the whole cycle. So it became a movie, and then became a musical, and, and then, then it, it became, was turned into a musical and then it became movie. A, turned into a musical. John movie. Waters just basically uh, had like a cash. Uh, what is it? Cash a, cow? Not a yeah. Or I was gonna say like a a cash uh, fountain because the okay. movie itself didn't. It was it. It was his one of his biggest productions, but it didn't. I don't think it made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but somebody out there was like, I can turn this into a great musical. Well, it is interesting just how like, um, Hollywood and Broadway have always kind of been working hand in hand and more so recently where you go to Broadway, basically everything I'd say, uh, 50%, if not 75% of the shows you see are based off of a movie Mulan Rouge we saw Lion King I mean Disney Lion is, King Disney is, the is big all one over too. The, all over the place um there's really not a whole lot of original musicals Hades Town is really one well that's actually not original either because it was based on a conceptual album it was an album first but it but it was the same person though yes but I don't think the same person who made the conceptual album and turned it into the musical I don't know the exact thing but I think it was like I wrote this as a conceptual album like it had its own story uh-huh and then they're like let's hey like hey yeah whatever but that, let's I'd say make that this. that's different because it's the same person like it's not like someone is like you know uh um, whoever uh, wrote Lion King didn't I don't think had too much of the so what's um on. what's a good original musical as of late? Uh, what Hamilton, I guess. Hamilton, but that's the thing is that they're I mean, kind of few and on... far in between. But going back to the idea that like Broadway shows that were eventually turned into into movie musicals, um, like the seventies was kind of like a big boom of those. Um, like you had because there was a lot more focus on, like musicals became much more um. Uh, contemporary or kind of funky. We had like um, uh, uh, um, Joseph and the Technicolor, um, Dreamcoat, Dreamcoat, um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Both. Um, um uh, what is it? Arthur. And then there was Weber. also Cabaret. I mean, that's not really funky, cabaret. but Cabaret was turned in with Bob Fosse. Started getting into the things, and in the seventies, there was a much. That was kind of the beginning of a lot of these movies uh or musicals being turned into movies um and now it's kind of the reverse where it there is so like like we were saying before where it's it's so much more um 
Actually, no, that's not true. There, there's. I was reading an article recently that was saying how um, with COVID, with like the when when theaters were closed, there was so much more production around making movies um, of these Broadway shows. For instance, Dear Evan Hansen. Huh. We had In the Heights. Huh. Recently, they had a remake of West Side Story. Oh, with so Steven we Spielberg. had we have all of these new movies coming out, and this is like fairly recent that there is this switch of having Broadway shows being turned into movies. Um, also, I have Playbill here of, or the, here's uh, Playbill.com of schedule of upcoming movie musical adaptations. Give it to us. So the most, and this is what's fascinating to me, is these are, a lot of these are movies that were Disney turned into musical adaptations and now are being released as musical movies. I mean, it's, for instance, Matilda is coming out in December of 2022. Though that actually was um, already. Oh, actually, I wonder if that's new. A new because I thought it they is already. Gonna be, it's going to be released at the end of the year. But it's a new. It's a complete. They haven't done that before. Not the music. It's a musical. There's a musical adaptation. We should go see it. Um, The Little Mermaid. Oh, that makes sense. But that doesn't really. It was already a musical. But now it, it is live action. It is, yeah, so they're doing... Okay, that makes sense. It's the live action. There's the musical 13 that I don't really know. Um, um, got uh, 13 ghosts. Uh, it's it, about a it's a musical about a teenager who moves from New York City to a small town in Indiana. Okay. So, you know, it's With funny. Josh Peck. I, oh, Josh Peck. You know... They're also doing um, the musical of The Color Purple. Oh, that's going to um, be fun. Wicked is getting a movie. That actually... That I actually want to see. Um, directed... By Dingo, don't the, say that. What? Uh, let's see. Trying to make up a name. Is Dingo not good? Let me see. Um, this is the. It's the director of oh, In the Heights and Crazy Rich Asians, John M. Chu. Oh, he's um, uh, but he's he's become like the musical dude. Also, it's cast with Ariana Grande's in it. Um, this is exciting. Well, then there's a whole list of movies that are in development. The 20th annual Putnam County Spelly Bee, Spelling Bee. Oh, that's a, that's a um, popular, that's kind of a cult. Guys and Dolls, I guess, is coming uh, back. Who cares about that? Which they also made a musical of in the, in the 50s. Um. I mean, I guess that's a big one, but. Joseph and the Te Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. They're making sequels of movies that have already been. Sequels? They're not, not making so they're making remakes of musicals that have already been movies from like yeah from like the seventies or sixties. Little Shop of Horrors is getting another one. Um, oh, it, that's coming. Oh, the uh, movie is being made. Mean Girls is getting in is in development. Miss Saigon. There's so many. I need to go see that. There are so many. It's just become this thing where it's getting passed back and forth. Apparently, there's a adaptation of. A musical based off of Sunset Boulevard? Um, a musical? Yeah, but now it's turning into a movie. They're making a, they're going. It's in development of a movie of Sunset Boulevard, the musical. What? <sighs> so what we were talking about before where it's like, oh, you know, Hairspray gets thrown into Broadway and then Broadway churns out a movie. It's like this thing where it's kind of like this ping pong back and forth. Well, it's honestly, once you make a musical of something... You can start getting the EGOT. You know what I'm saying? If you make a good gotta movie, do the EGOT. you got to do the EGOT. You know, like if you make a good movie, you get an Oscar. Yeah. Even if it's like set uh, dressing. And you turn it into a musical and bing, bang, boom. Well, the Tony is the hardest one to get. Well, that's what I'm saying. You turn it into a musical. It's a big hit. Get a Tony. 
then the CD can be best like original, yeah, whatever. Boom, there's your Grammy. Yeah. Now all you need is a TV show, and they throw those. You out. make a TV show out of the the whatever the 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 play. Yeah, or the musical. elongate the um, hairspray. Like, let's see, let's get really into um, the the her mother, you know, or like a prequel. Yeah. To um, plaid splat. I forget mm-hmm. the name. I, have you ever seen Hairspray, the uh, musical? I mean, the movie? The, Not like, the original John Waters one, no. Because that movie I would very much like to see. And it's funny because a lot of John Waters movies are on Criterion Channel mm-hmm. or collection. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one is not. the one. That- so what do you think makes... Because we're saying like this is... It is sometimes a cash cow when it, you, you know a movie or a musical turns into a movie. But recently, though, Dear Heaven Hansen, there was a lot of controversy behind because the... He's a 35-year-old man yeah, playing 17. The the, the the original star of it... Um, and it just looks weird. Oh, I'm forgetting his name. Also, there was a controversy, too, because the editing and direction just was not good. Mm-hmm. There was a, a side-by-side um, comparison between... Troy Platt, that's his name. There was a side-by-side comparison of the scene... Where uh, the main character with the broken arm and dear Evan Hansen is like singing into a a gymnasium Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people. Yeah. Compared with the scene of uh, all the kids, sharks and the jets going into the dance. Yeah. And it was just like every and it was actually a beautiful thing because everybody on Twitter, young people were saying like, this is amazing. Yeah. This like this is amazing. Steven Spielberg. This is shit. Yeah. Whoever directed this scene because it's a lot. The Dear well, Evan the, Hansen. Yeah. Is just a thousand cuts. Like yeah. people were also comparing it to the uh, to the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody scene mm-hmm. where they're having lunch and there's just a cut per second for no reason. Yeah. But um, uh, that is why that movie is a uh, apparent train wreck. Mm. And I kind of wanted to see it because of that. Now we could also talk about Cats the musical. Which is well, basically I was a cult get classic at this to point. that point of just like what makes, what do you think makes besides I guess the editing, but what makes a good, what is a good fodder for making it a good music, uh, Broadway to 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 Hollywood transition? Well, we can dissect that by saying, I think if there's more interaction in a musical, mm-hmm. it can be tough. Like, imagine if Beetlejuice, the musical, was first. Then someone's like, let's turn this into a movie. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a little weird, and I don't think it would work. Yeah. Because in the in the musical, there's nothing, there's a lot of interaction. There's breaking the fourth wall. Actually, yeah. that would still make some money, because um, who's like a weird director nowadays that's not like Tim Burton? Who does the well, macabre? Wes Anderson. Mm, I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking like a young director. Is there any... People, oh, I know. No, he Ari doesn't. Aster. I was about to say Ari Aster, but he doesn't maybe do Robert comedy. Eggert's. He doesn't do. I mean, he, does he does comedy. comedy. He does comedy. He could maybe do it, but um, I think interaction with stuff. Because the thing about Cats is it's good for Broadway because you just sit there listening to Cats uh, platter off about yeah. uh, about who I am. You know, like I'm I'm the, the tip tippy twos. I got. I tittle my feet with my toodly doos, and then do 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 do, and then they. Over here. Yeah. Well, in a movie, it's just boring. Yeah. 
I mean, no, I agree. I, I and it's think weird because of CGI. So much of um, actually embarrassing. On, I think movies that have like some kind of big ensemble, um, like *Fan of the Opera* cats. is a great. Although transition. *Les Mis*, I think did a good job of it. But I think the reason that *Les Mis* did a good job, maybe that's controversial. Can, I don't know. Everyone loved it. Can you sing this? I think part it's where because it's the kid. Don't you know that part? Well, like I'm little Timmy and oh, I. Oh, when he gets am. shot? No, not when he gets shot, but when he's introduced. There's a scene. I think it's in the second act. Um, when he we come back from intermission, and it's a kid, and he's like, "I'm little Timmy, and I will crack." Your- well, there's so many. Let me let me find that there. But there is so many. Um, Les Miserables I, but, was okay. There's. I think what the difference between Les Miserables and Cats is, besides you know maybe crazy directing. Because it's the same director. Oh, it is the uh, Tobe Hooper or Tob. I always get him confused. The guy who directed Hooper. it is Hooper. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, but that's Todd Hooper, I believe. Tobe, Tobe, um, T O B. Tom Hopper. I think it's Tom. I'm looking Hopper. it up. So the difference between those two, and I think, is Cats is not. You can't ground Cats in reality. <laughs> like that does not work. Well, but you like could he's do it in trying, the 70s. Like you are or animation. Um, like you know, did you know this? Steven Spielberg actually had um, Don Bluth, who did the uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven and you know Land Before Time, all those great things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Spielberg was going to have a Don Bluth Cats musical. Oh wow! Uh, uh animated, animated wow. thing. And I've seen some of the uh, drawings. You know, things that kind of show like hey we should do this and they're beautiful it would have been great yeah it really would have worked as an animation and then they're just like no nah, we we don't want to make something that good hmm. um i'm looking that up just to verify yeah i think that a lot of people think that um just because it did well as a musical it's going to be it's going to be a good movie which obviously is not yeah it was don bluth who was going to make a was not, musical it is obviously not the case all the time no um, but what I'm interested in is what do you think people choose to make a musical? Now you can make a musical out of any movie, right? Like I'm thinking right off the top of my head, the second best Marigold Hotel or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and be like, who is second best? That's one less than one. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the hotel. Oh, got so a what gun. makes a good I, I honestly think that like what makes a good what's what's a good pick of a movie to be a Broadway musical? Because like I, I got an answer. What? It's its style. Think about it. Like hairspray. Very, very nineteen sixties, you know, beep bop. It's it's great production value. You know, you got these people with crazy hair, great, you know, one uh, dresses. It's it's what uh, uh Broadway's all about. Breaking that fourth wall of like, you can smell the perfume, you know, the big crazy sets. Mm. A la, now we also talk about Beetlejuice. Crazy, you got a crazy goth girl. But then they have things like Color Purple. There's not a whole lot of style. Wait, is that, that. A musical you're saying? That's go- that's a musical. That's going to be. I mean, that is. Oh, it's okay. already a musical. So, Hamilton. Well, I'm saying there, there. I do not think that Broadway really has a specific 
genre. I mean, if it's it's already a musical, I mean, that's one thing. Like School of Rock, that was already had music oh. in it. That was easy. Right. Uh, by the way, but that, like that I think Alex anything, Brayden. it's m- mostly just based off of. Can I? I mean, the thing is, is with Broadway nowadays, it has to be, um, based off, or it it needs to be something that like Broadway can rely on. Like, it needs to be based off of some sort of like original or adapted or adapted um IP. So like, um, and that's why like you see like it's mostly like Broadway is taking things so much from movies, and that's why movies are taking so much from comic books or like things that have some already and like movies more and more are basing things off of some kind of element that has already a giant because it's all about the multiverse now like you need to have some kind of giant universe to start building some kind of movie enterprise so it's like broadway broadway uses movies to like need to sell tickets it needs to be attached to some kind of movie or tv show Imagine this. So now they're going to start doing some original IP of like they're going to start making Mar- they're making Marvel movies. They're going to start making Marvel musicals. Well, they and tried gonna be and they se- failed though. Well, that wasn't based off of the Marvel Marvel. I, I don't know if Marvel even had like a whole say in this. That was before Marvel was bought by Disney. Um, Disney. So now once Disney has its hands on Marvel, they're going to start churning out more of these Marvel movies. Marvel musicals. Marvel musicals. They're going to start turning out Marvel musicals, and pretty soon, they're going to start having like uh, musicals that, like, maybe every week, it's like a different episode. Am you know, I going I w- too no, far? No, I was honestly thinking that about like, wouldn't it be crazy if you did have musicals that are like you won't really understand this musical unless you've seen this other one? Yeah, like. Like, well, they got to lower the ticket first to do that. Right. The one which week- is great. It makes it much more democratic. They lower the tickets to like maybe 20, like 20 bucks. But like then a, the typical here's movie the thing or like 30 bucks for movies because they're cheap. Anybody could really be like, hey, like, let's just go see a movie, whatever, and be a jerk. You know, they can disrupt it. Talk. Be on their phone. You get a lot more jerks in movie theaters. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, musicals. When I was in the musical like thing yesterday mm-hmm. it was a lot of people who were like this is my jam mm-hmm. uh, like i like um i like the musical i'm not gonna talk through it i'm not gonna like interrupt or you know i'm gonna cheer so if i wonder if you did bring down the level of ticket you're not gonna get as many true you're not gonna get talking, i think there's gonna be more fans i guess this is a discussion if you bring down the ticket the ticket price yeah the ticket price I mean, I guess they don't really care about what you do in the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when you have a lower price, you get more people who aren't caring as much. Mm. Like when I'm in the in, in when I'm in but the no, Broadway. But like you you go to a movie theater that has like a low price. You you are always upset by people like cheering and like hooting. And no, stuff. no, I'm OK with cheering and hooting. I don't like when people like are talking to each other being like. Uh, you know, just like, what did he say? Or not like, what did he say? But like, like, well, like they do, do that think- anyways on Broadway. I, d- I didn't hear it as much at Broadway. I'm just saying, I, I think this is definitely the future of Broadway where it's just, um, there, there is, there is going to be, I'm predicting this now. There is going to be more shows that switch that have like sequels and have, um, 
like fought like yeah you, like every few weeks there's going to be a different one and the prices are going to be I mean, lower but it's going to be much more exclusive but also it is going to be like the seats are going to be filled if this is only on for and it's not necessarily like you have to watch the first one or the second one but there might be different adaptations or different something for each like every mm, two or three months there's going to be a new now don't get me wrong i i would love if the tickets went down because then i would go yeah but i am a respectful man when it comes to the theater mm -hmm. not, but I mean, the tickets are crazy right now it was um i we, the moment that beetlejuice the musical came out mm -hmm. um i immediately got tickets yeah it was 78 bucks plus like 15 dollars mm-hmm um, but it was, it was, yeah, it was, I mean, it, that was cheap, but that's $78. And if it went to $20, then everybody would want to go. Mm. So, well, anyways, um, that's, I mean, what else do we have to say about m movies turned into musicals? Um, I think if you can create or musicals turned into movies, more so. here's my thing. I always look inward myself, hmm. right? Yes. Thinking As like, should. could I make, and here's the thing about the hairspray. That is a gift because hairspray, I'm pretty sure was a very low budget thing. You know, it was just driven by the love of John Waters and his crazy crew. Um, I wonder is, is there a musical based on like a, on a low budget, uh, like, um, uh, like a very low budget thing, like plan nine from outer space. Mm. Someone could make a musical out of that and make it a huge hit. Yeah, I mean they and made you can a, make a musical out of anything. You could, but I would love to see a, uh, a Plan Nine for an Outer Space. But, but like, there's not going to be any original. There's there's less and less original musical stuff coming out. Um, I mean that's just a given. Well, that's sad, and you may be right. And I'm just saying this whole idea of like, I want to see this turn into a musical. I want to see this musical turn into a movie and stuff like that. It's this constant churning of like, you know how like they say there's only like three or 36 story, like uh, original storylines. At least there was some deviate, like it was different. Like they did some kind of change on those 36, but now it's getting more and more hyper specific where like this churning of ideas is going to become more and more less or no less and less um uh unique they're going to become more and more just like this is just a slight variation and even a less slight or an even a slighter variation and even a slighter variation where we're just going to get legally blonde basically is going to be just played over and over again but with slightly different actors and then that's going to be turned into a movie now you, and then um, that movie is it's just going to like but i feel like you're done once you get Oh, but see, well, I'm ready for that boom of just like we have run out of what from what we created from the the 60s to the 90s of what we're just regurgitating over and over again. We have run out of what we can do with this. So you're ending this this radio show on a down note. Is no, I'm waiting for that explosion of just like boom. And then but something happens. You, don't you think there must have been a huge creative um, burst from the covid Staying in. Unfortunately, the only burst well, I saw was a lot of that burst is from. Well, the burst I think came more so on TikTok and more so on like the smaller, much more community-driven um, platforms. Someone was. I was starting to watch something where like 
teens these days are okay. You know, they don't want to really watch movies. They're just doing their ticky tocks. Mm-hmm. And then people our age are just going to watch things at their home, mm-hmm. like myself. Um, but uh, I think you may be right that the future of musicals and, but not a lot of people. This is only for people who do like musicals because you yeah. have to realize. Well, that's a that's a subgenre. Anyways, as I, per usual, we are undecided. Um, yeah. What's something you've seen this week? Uh, something that I saw this week was I I've been watching a lot of uh, Star Trek, mm-hmm. which has been really good. Star Trek: New Generation. I was going to watch uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, but our internet went out, which mm. made me very sad. Yeah. Um, and uh, as you know. Oh, so I would highly suggest Star Trek Next Generation. Um, but something we're going about to see uh, in like two hours or yeah. in an hour is uh, Everything and Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Which is getting huge reviews. This is an indie film. It's by the same two people who did Swiss Army Man, mm-hmm. which got horrible reviews, even though I loved it. Um, so this is going to be exciting. I've heard that... Uh, uh, our friend, my friend, also Diane, uh, said that I was going to like it. So I'm, but I got to tell you, Sam. Every single time I've been excited or they've been like, I'm going to watch this again, I've always been disappointed. Do you mm. remember how excited I was for the Batman? How excited yes. was I? I remember you being vaguely excited. How dare you? I was very excited. I was like, Sam, I'm so excited. I watched the tra- I watched the trailer like seven times, mm-hmm. eight times. I was all pumped and it. Nobody Let talks about down. the Batman. It was it's, Let you down. You know what? Overall, it it was a stinky. It was a kind of a dull movie. Yeah. It was dully. Uh, it was one of those actiony movies that was dull. Mm. So, but we don't need to get into that. So I am. I'm not excited. I'm not like pumped to see it. But I am. Ex- I'm like cool. Wow. We're gonna go see. No, pumped is like woo. We're gonna go see this. I was pumped to go see Batman. Yeah, I am just kind of like this. I'm is a pumped movie. to see this movie. I, this to me is like now I I will understand where people's hypes are. I will be like, either I'll be joining them, be like, now I understand why the hype is, or I'll be like, now I understand where it is. I disagree. Yeah. Well, anyways, what did you um, see this week? Uh I saw. I started seeing Atlanta. Oh, right. I think that's kind of the main thing that I started watching. And that I, was disappointing. It was I a little disappointing. A little, it was kind of... Um, it was um, formulaic, like within their formula. It seems like... It honestly just seems like an NYU student film where it's just like... Normal the, everything, people. Normal people, they walk in and they meet some weird people and the weird people get weirder and then shit but, hits the fan and then they walk out and it's like, that was weird. Exactly. And that, that's laugh. the thing that makes me not enjoy Because the characters it. are not so far okay. I mean, I've only seen the first, the, I haven't seen the most recent one, but the first three episodes, there was no kind of interesting thing with characters. It also really did not leave off like the where the last season ended it didn't really touch on that at all because it ended with like a really intense moment where like spoilers i guess but like um don glover's character walks on was is almost about to get fired and walks on with like on the plane um and leaves like almost gets uh arrested for like having a gun oh what 
it was pretty intense but like they they it's just was just completely dropped like there was it just seemed like right now there's like it's just weird things happening which was kind of like with that one um special or the one episode from uh um the second season where he they um um they go and visit like this weird house with like this Michael Jackson type person right um that like got pretty big um i forget what that one was called um but it's like that kind of like mini stories but that has now become like every episode right and just the one i was saying it was almost kind of like boring because it's like this seems like but, the same thing but with different places anyways um, we'll continue to watch um and um yeah It'll be good times. Um, I'm but, happy uh, for more TV. There is a new TV coming out that I'm excited for, like uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, they're I'm doing really that. excited. For well, it. they're updating. They're doing another season, right? Or something? No, this is last season. No, aren't they doing something else? I thought um, I saw something. I don't know about. I know that Vince Gilligan was like, I am doing something completely new. Um, but there's a lot more stories to tell with Breaking Bad, which yeah, it's weird. I'm like, what more stories can... I mean, I know you could do Gus uh, Fring, but um, I, you don't really need another show. But then again, that's what I thought with Better Call Saul. Mm. And that turned out to be almost, if not better. Yeah. Well, David Byrne is back. Um, and we're going to have him play Hello. us off. I'm, All right. do, I'm doing my David Byrne impression. I mean, hello, I'm David Byrne. I don't know why I have kind of like a hello, like a British. This, oh, this, a long time ago. Oh. It, this is me singing. How is everybody doing today? Bob. 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 on fire Don't touch me, I'm a real live wire Psycho killer Qu'est-ce que c'est